Welcome to Shot Callers. I'm your host, Dennis Postema, and today is a very special day because we are with the original Shot Caller, Meredith Allen. Meredith, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dennis. That that actually, throwback. <laughs> that's right, throwback, that's right. And uh, that's that's from, what, a little over two years ago. And let me give you a brief introduction. Meredith, and this is why it's so important, Meredith is an award-winning speaker, consultant, worked with Barbara Walters on The View, and also is the host of The Meredith Show. But also today, the reason we're here is she is also now, finally, after my harassment of years, an author. Good to have you, Meredith. I oh, Dennis gets so show. much credit. <laughs> Dennis makes it look so easy to just write book after book after book. And little old me hadn't even had one book up until now. So thank you, Dennis, for the ongoing support and the loving nudges. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Loving nudges. Well put. I like it. I like it. So, um, well, let's let's get right into it today, Meredith. Uh, we got a lot to go over. So um, how is it that uh, others women's success stories have inspired you? You know, that's a really funny question because I draw all my inspiration from seeing others who've come before me. And, you know, a couple of years ago, I actually came to a point where I've been coaching people for years in my business. I mean, I really love bringing out the best in others. I know you and I share that in common, actually. Yeah. And motivating and inspiring others is a big piece of joy. But when you look at the motivational speaker being me, and you ask her if, if what you're asking is what motivates me when I see other women, um, it's, it's really learning when people get vulnerable, um, stories of overcoming adversity. And again, that's another point of connection for you and I, and I, I believe I see it most often, um, with my clients every day, I would say my greatest inspiration is my mom. She, I don't ever remember a time when my mom didn't work. And I don't say that as like, feel sorry for me. Like I just literally, I will never forget it, Dennis. I think I was maybe seven or eight. I went to visit a friend and um, her mom didn't work. And I thought, okay. what does she do every day? <laughs> I remember like What's having that about? Yeah. yeah, like what do moms do if they don't work? Like that's so weird. And I know that that's not the norm. Um, however, my mom at a very young age uh, made showed me what was possible so i was a daycare baby i didn't we didn't have family in the area who could take care of me so the inspiration initially started from my mom and dad i literally to this day say i have had the best parents i've ever met and i don't mean to dismiss that you might not have a lovely family if you're watching and you might not have a great relationship but i've literally never met anybody who loved me so much um and and i've never seen a bond between parent and child like i've been very honored to have throughout my life and so i cherish that and it's really where it began my inspiration began because my dad said to me very seriously at a young age you know you could be president of the world if you want to and i believed him i mean yeah. i literally i ran for student body president and this is where so many of my leadership skills began to kick in um 
And you know, when I was younger, there were people who were not nice to me, just like in all schools, there's bullying. Sure. And I'll never forget my mom very seriously explaining, people are going to be jealous of you, Meredith, you know? Um, and so I really grew up, it's not everybody's story, with an unusual sense of ease with who I am and that not everybody's going to love me. That's okay. Um, some people may hate me and, and that has happened through the years, I'm sure. And great because I am me and you yeah. and I are not for everybody. But what's inspiring is when I see others who may have low self-esteem, may not have come from an easy childhood, um, may have much like yourself had a health issue. And mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, I uh, attended an event, it's called The Zone. And at that event, there were thousands of people, but just a handful were on stage okay. in what they called a success panel. And what was fascinating to me is I went to this event thinking I wanted to hire a coach for myself because I had been a coach for years. And um, instead, I was completely fascinated by the stories. Each of these women, by the way, on this success panel on the stage in front of thousands of people had very different stories. Okay. Um, they didn't necessarily come from privilege, but one of them had an extraordinarily successful career she hated. And all of them pivoted and created online shows. Okay. And through the online show, they literally launched businesses, create, created raving fans, which became buyers. And a light bulb went off for me because none of them had a broadcasting background like mine. Right. So about, I think it was actually three years ago now, um, I saw that and I said, that's going to be me next year. I want to invest in the same program that taught them how to launch online shows. And ironically, here we are, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I partner and support people all over the world now who launch online shows and shot callers and motivation and success TV. Um, all these things are completely in my wheelhouse. I was a bit naive though, I must say, Dennis. I thought just because I had been on TV so much and all these other women who had their great success hadn't, that it was gonna be easy. Well, <laughs> talk about humbling. Yes. Um, not so much. It was a lot of work and it's a very different beast than just showing up on TV and having a huge team backing you and writing your words and fact checking things. And um, it's just, it's totally different and through trial and tribulation, um, it became some of the most rewarding and successful work of my life. Yeah, well, we, def we definitely appreciate it here. There's no doubt about that. And I also wanna talk about when you mentioned your parents, I was fortunate enough to grow up and learn uh, with a good work ethic as well. So um, in trying to learn how to install that in other people and, and seeing that in the workforce nowadays, I just wanna like commend your parents for doing such a good job because that's always, that's always something we look for as we hire people. And that's just neat to hear that side of the story. I've never heard that before. So well, I, I'm actually going to stop you. Here's a funny thing. I'm just going to be really raw with you. They didn't know what they were doing. Like, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to say that because you, there might be a mom at home who's like, really, I could have a full career and my child's not going to resent me. Yes. Yeah. I admired my mother's career. And I don't think um, my mom and dad had a certain lifestyle they wanted to have. And they both realized that together they could build it. And what yeah. was beautiful, Dennis, is though there was somewhat a level of tradition that you might see within my family, there came a time where my dad's health wasn't the best. 
Sure. And my mother for a solid decade was a tremendous, she was the breadwinner of the family. My dad had to retire due to his health issues, you know, unexpectedly and a bit early. And that's a memory. Like, I think she felt that was an honor. Um, she yeah, was be able to do that. Yeah, I'm sure. And also something for other people to think about um, is how we wake up and approach our day, right? I just have these cherished memories of my mother and this, my sister is just like total opposite of me. She would throw shoes at my mom, but I loved it. My mother would say, good morning, time to rise and shine. My sister would curse and throw a shoe at her and I'd say, good morning, mommy. <laughs> and you know, that makes some people sick and it's a little too much for others, but this was my life. Welcome yep. to the slice of reality. And so my point is she didn't resent going to work. She woke up happy every day. And so I am thrilled in the same energy every day to get up and be alive and be able to inspire and motivate people. That's awesome. That's good to hear. That's uh well, let me ask you a little bit about the book. So you actually introduced me to Edwina, but tell me a little bit about the story of how you and Edwina met. Well, that is super cool. So Little did I know three years ago when I was at the audience in the zone, there was another woman who had come there all the way from Australia and okay. she too saw that success panel and she was going through massive challenge as a single mom at the time of little ones. And, um, she also anchored in like, that's what we bought the dream that the following year we would be honored to be on stage. And be careful what you wish for. I never really had much interaction with Edwina. We knew each other. Perhaps we knew we had a few mutual friends. Um, and sure enough, about a week prior to the same event, one year later, we were notified that we were the two people that went through and had smashing success that got to be on stage together. And Edwina cracked me up and she said, you know, this is, oh, I can't even do her accent. You know, this is a big moment. And um why don't we get look into some professional makeup and hair? And I'm like, Edwina, I didn't even think about that. This is, they're going to be HD cameras. Like it was a huge stage, Dennis. And they were um, broadcasting and streaming it. And so she enrolled me in this hilarious adventure. We, we, we were like, it was like whisper down the lane. There were thousands of women. So I'm like, somebody here has got to be a hairstylist and somebody's right. got to be a makeup artist. So like at lunch, we totally enrolled two lovely ladies to be hired to do our hair and makeup and like ran back to the hotel room quickly. Um, they took, they didn't even have their professional gear, um, but uh, we were giggling like little girls. We were so excited and we realized what a big moment it was because if we could just be a tenth of the inspiration these other ladies had been the previous year for others, you know, things like opening up, the lesson was, Edwina and I really got it, opening up vulnerably about how hard it was actually to right. create our dream, um, but how how you can, If, if the, I think the key is seeing it done, really, Dennis, like she and I never doubted we were going to be on that stage. Like we acted like we were surprised, but then we're like, of course we're, like at first you're like, no, when you get the text message and then you're like, of course I'm going to be there, you know? And the cool thing was when we were on stage, Dennis, it just so happened there were several people up there, but she and I were the only two um, new people in the community who had had the success we had. And um, I just kept interjecting because I thought it was really important. And I had talked to Edwina before this. She and I that year both had extraordinary adversity. She lost her beloved sister. I lost my father. And most people, you know, wouldn't like be in the middle of launching a show and just press through. Yeah. Um, 
I might think it's a little bit more common in her culture to press through in Australian fashion, you know, not, not necessarily, um, you know, wallow or what have you, but, you know, for me, my dad and mom are my best friends. So losing him could have taken me out. It really could have. And so what I wanted to say on stage was it almost did. And I think that everybody watching gets to know that like we have lives and horrible things, unimaginable things can happen. And, um, and so it's really how we rise Mm -hmm. to those moments. And what happened was, this is really cool as well. Um, I have had a very clear vision going into that event that I was going to connect with important people in my life. That was my only intention is that I could touch and inspire and connect with important people. So I had the foresight to set a reservation for lunch directly after we exited the stage and just invite the audience. Um, anybody who wanted to meet, I wanted to meet people in the audience because that's the kind of person I am. I really want to truly connect, not just be there and inspire. Well, Dennis, not only did people flood me and follow me into the bathroom, things I've been known to do like a crazy woman. I follow Barbara Walters into the bathroom once. I think I told you about that. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, that happened to me. And and then when I went to lunch, Dennis, so many people came to that lunch. I'll never forget this. They actually had to block off like like a room for 30 more people in the restaurant. Um, and I can't even remember the full number. It might have been around 70 of us that ate. But I, I got to stand up and people got to like ask questions and approach me. I have at least five clients that I've had for two years now um, since that event. So so to, to put it very clearly, Edwina and I get that when we show up raw and real, whether it be on a stage or on an online show, we have the power to change lives and connect with people and serve them in in big ways. And so that's where the magic is. And that's that's the story. And Edwina and I are now best of friends, like not just friends, best, best, best friends. So to, to bring it full circle, um, there are many an evening late at night while you might be sleeping where I'm in bed, um, talking to Edwina, (laughs) not to make it creepy, but like, cause she's on Australian time. So that's like a more easy time for her late at night. And it's after my work day. And we giggle, like our big, our big, um, best friend thing is we, we often, put crazy faces. There's like an app on, on Facebook and messenger. You can put crazy faces on and who can make the most ridiculous crazy face to make each other laugh more. I mean, she's very silly. I don't yeah. know if she showed up that way for you, but she's got a gorgeous sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Our, our friendship keeps growing. I mean, we've, we've been on the phone quite a few times and like it, now I've, I'm trying to figure out my whole time zone thing because I get up really, really early here. Um, in Ohio. So I'm on Eastern time zone. And then like, I'm still doing interviews and talking late at night. So um, it's I I can't wait to send her some of those emojis and those crazy faces, though. That's going to be Oh, she'll love it. That's going to be my new thing. But I I will say, I'm glad you mentioned authenticity and showing up vulnerable, because that's a big thing for us. It's a big thing for the television network. That's why originally why we started Shot Callers with you and doing that. And we've just spiraled in such a good way because of that. And so I, I love that you mentioned that. I want to just touch on one other thing. What do you think it is that gets us through in the world of motivation? So I, and then I'll kind of share what I think it is, but mine's probably wrong and yours is probably right. But what do you think it is that- There's no wrong it, or right, Dennis. <laughs> no wrong or right. Everything's neutral. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but, um, what do you think it is that gets us through? Because we're in the field of motivation and inspiring others. But when you hit that spot of adversity and you're just like, 
oh, wait a minute. I teach this. I talk about this. I coach about this. What is it that works for you that gets you through and and one of those moments? You know, giving myself permission to feel the feels. I don't think powering through, and I trust me, I've done it. I tried to power through initially when I lost my dad and I kept saying, why am I not crying? Like, what's wrong with me? And some really, someone really wise said, you know, there's no perfect way to grieve. And much like you were saying, like, there's no, there's no right way to motivate somebody. Quite honestly, there are four archetypes um, and we don't need to get deep into this, but everybody's very different. So I'm what you call a controlling promoter. Um, I respond well to lovely energy, um, to, to clear communication. I'm a communicator. And, um, but what motivates me, I guess, is first of all, that there's something bigger than me, like getting out of my own way and recognizing like, I'm sad. I'm thinking about how I miss my dad, you know, but that's can't ruin everybody's day around me. I have clients to serve. Uh, family to be present for and and really actually being grounded in uh, my philosophy for life which is pretty simple um you get to be the light i show up and i want to light up the room i want to light up your life as your coach i want to light the fire inside of you and figure out if if you don't know what it motivates you together go on a journey and explore that because as i said everybody's very different i have a client who owns a construction company. She's in a male dominated industry, but her motivation and her disarming superpower is being a love bug. Like she is the most loving, like disarming. Sometimes she'll just leave me a message. Meredith, I love you so much. I'm just thinking about you, how, how I've, I can't even imagine my life not, you know, like this is my client and now my friend Yes. because she just knows like there's nothing more sweet than being open and raw and real with people. So her, superpowers are not just being loving, but vulnerable. And, um, and that motivates me to crack open. Like I used to have a story. I couldn't be friends with my clients. Now, you know, my clients are my friends and I get to travel all over the world to see them. I get to go to Greece next year to see my client, Mariana. And I have a client in Saudi Arabia said, you should come here. Americans love it. <laughs> Yesterday. We awesome. were talking. Yeah. And I, you know, so that's the jam. I love I feel like my life is an exploration of all the things that I don't know. I'll show up with what I do, but I'm, I'm humble enough to know there's a lot to learn from others. And uh, the greatest gift is just being the light in somebody else's darkness. And actually I'd like to end that with saying, um, being willing to receive the light from others when you feel dim, if that makes sense. I'm not being corny, but I just mean like, really not hiding the old me and Edwina and I have this pattern or that we've broken. I'm just hiding when things aren't going well. Um, and that's just ridiculous because people love you and yeah. want to be there for you. And you're actually being selfish when you hide and you, and you're not connected with others, but, uh-huh. but do tell me what motivates you, my dear. Oh no, that's very, that's very well put. And no, I just think of like, I, I think of just off the top of my head, just when I was in the hospital, the one time, And I just think, I wonder, and I thank God for it because I wondered, I was like, I wonder what I would do if I don't even know how I originally, outside of an old Brian Tracy video when I was 20 years old that I listened to, um, actually it was audio. It might've been a cassette, who knows? Um, But but, um, I just listened to that and that changed my life. And I bought tons of courses and whatnot. And I just remember sitting there and just thinking, man, if I hadn't put those success habits and those habits of all of that motivation and all of that good stuff into my head, 
I don't know where I'd be right now because I was, I was in there for, I think it was the 10th day. And I was just like at an all time low. And I was like, if I couldn't even think of those things, I don't know where I would, I just, I don't know how I would have dug myself out. So I just wondered, you know, what kind of sparked you? I love your, uh, be the light story and receiving. That's awesome. That's really, really good. Yeah. And I would like to share similarly through some dark times. Um, I have, probably every Les Brown recording and memorized possible. And, you know, he's one of the most famous motivational speakers and it makes me giggle when people don't know his name. So I like to share my favorites. I also like Lisa Nichols and um, Abraham Hicks. Yeah. And uh, oh my gosh, uh, some of my other favorites. I, 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 one of them that sticks out that you don't hear much about right now. I don't know if she retired or it's just, I haven't been in her circle is a woman named Allie Brown. She was one of the first millionaires who really supported moms. And I thought that was fascinating. Um, and uh, and I remember listening kind of like what you were saying to her CD and like sharing it with people back when CDs were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. my car over and over and over. And what was contagious was her mindset. It was refreshing. It was different. You know, I didn't grow up with a lot of entrepreneurs in my life. My parents took a stab here and there at entrepreneurial things, but ultimately they, they work for others, uh, throughout most of our lives. So, you know, when you don't have a tribe of people right. doing where your dreams aspire to go, you get to listen and find them. You get to find your tribe. So I think that's beautiful. I know you create community and I create community and we're about to just to let people get excited, um, share a program for goal setting that, that you've developed um, with our audiences. Yeah. Because like, we all know uh, what motivates me is like being clear on the vision and breaking it down to actionable, actionable steps and having accountability. And, and, you know, that's where the magic sauce is because we could talk about our dreams all day. Um, we can fill our head with beautiful things, but as you said, if we don't take action, uh, it's kind of worthless. Uh, wow. You're, you're talking to me in the right language right now. I mean, action steps are everything in my life. And I, I love action steps. I have action guides for everything. I, I, one of my pet peeves is not having an action guide when you have something, when you read a book and you're like ready to go. And then you're like, oh, now what, you know, you got it highlighted and oh, drives me crazy. So, um, but I could go a long time on that. So let's talk about what was it like being interviewed by Edwina? Oh, now that a longtime friend with the, you know, sending each other, each other crazy faces and whatnot. What was it like? Yeah, I mean, it was really cool because she, you know, other people see things you don't, um, you know, she, she cherished certain parts of the interview that she shared that I didn't even like, I have to say, I am a tough cookie. I don't like typing things. And she sent me an enormous essay in addition to a video interview. Um, and, uh, it was really, really like, it's kind of like torture for me. <laughs> being dramatic but like I hate sitting down and writing and typing long um, essays ironically um, I love expressing myself and I'm a journalist but um, so it was a little torturous uh, in in the the beginning phase where I had to type things up but um, at the end what I thought was really neat when she did her live interview with me, she's a masterful interviewer, you know, and this is somebody that that was not her career. Journalism wasn't her major. Um, Communications wasn't her degree. I don't believe. And, um, and she was magnificent. And we, 
share a passion of going deep, you know, not yeah. being the surface stuff that, you know, when people are like, hi, how are you? Weather, whatever. Like, I have no time for that. Like, yeah. I want to go deep. I want to know um, what makes you tick. And so she, she really went there. And I hope that people who see the series and buy the book or um, download the digital copy really like get a cup of coffee, put your feet up and like enjoy the windows into people's souls. I think she captured, it's not just my interview. Right. She has a magnificence in capturing um, the root and the core of what motivates people. And if that's what your fans and followers like, and, and also from the marketing mind, I know you're, the shot callers is about like looking at what works and what doesn't work. I mean, she only tolerates working with people who are willing to go there. You know, she wouldn't put right. anybody on her show and her series and her book that hasn't gone through some things, but is willing to say like, this is what I use and this is how I did it. And there are a million ways yeah. um, to run down your dream. So it was super fun. Yeah. Is that what you think is so, I mean, obviously this book is extremely special and, and the interviews are very special. This, and by the way, this book is put together so amazing. It is the prettiest book that I've ever seen. I mean, I told her I was so jealous about the design work. Um, is that what you think is so special about what happened at the interviews? Is the deep, her being deep and I think it's going deep. And I think um, the choice of, you know, really looking at who, what motivates people is so beautiful, as I said, because it is so different. And also the thread of adversity you know, so many of these ladies have been through so many different things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things I think is funny is, I mean, it's not really funny, actually. Well, maybe it is, is um, there is actually a woman yesterday who whose interview I saw, who's in the book, who, you know, it was a big decision to have go, let her hair go gray. And I know Edwina and I have been joking about that. Like she just recently let her hair go gray. And like, what does it feel like to just be authentic and not be covering up, if you will? Um, so I think that there's a lot of courage that you can muster through the pages that you don't see everywhere. People who are right. just showing up and saying like, I'm not interested in society's norms. Like I define my joy. I define my beauty. Uh, I find that very refreshing Yeah. when I live in Hollywood today, I'm coming to you from New Jersey, but I do live in Los Angeles. Um, and it can be a superficial place. And so not to say I haven't found my loves and my people, but I, I do believe that that's the difference in this book. There's, there's no front. Right. Um, it's a, it's a gorgeous window into amazing souls. She didn't just pick her friends though. I'm honored. I believe she picked people who could, who could change others lives with their stories. That's, that's awesome. And I, to point that out too, my gray was really showing during my interview with her. So I don't know if it was a sign or what. But, uh, <laughs> Go with it. Oh my God, I think men with gray hair is so handsome. I always I, say that. I always yeah. say it's wisdom. So I'm just going to yes. go with it. <laughs> so. Yeah, she loves the word wisdom. She even calls her channel Wisdom TV. So you guys are definitely meant to be friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I agree completely. So, But I do have a question for you. And this one's more of a personal question for me. What took so darn long to write a book? You know, it's sort of my thing as you get to know me more and more, Dennis, like um, I even if you reread my my part in the book, I'm a procrastinator. This yeah. is I function very well under pressure. And then I'd like to think most of the time magn magnificent things come forward. 
I, I also think there isn't a way I could have said no to Edwina. So even though I had zero interest in sitting down and typing up my personal story, like meaning I hate typing <laughs> with a passion in case I didn't make that clear. Um, I couldn't say no to my bestie. And I also really believe that our stories are the most important gifts we can give to the world. And when we hold them back and when we don't, it's selfish. Um, so I certainly didn't want to be selfish and it was so easy. Um, Edwina did make it as easy as possible. And I do think I have a greater story to tell. I, I, there are many things, as we all know, as we get older, when I was younger, I thought, what am I going to write about? That was the big dilemma. You know, I have so many things I care about. And the other thing that I think held me back for so long from starting to be a part of a book is um, wanting it to be not just good, but spectacular. Um, yeah. And you've, you've encouraged me like, get over yourself. Just yeah. write it already. <laughs> yes. It can always be improved. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So she helped me overcome that a bit. So when I, but when I get backed into the corner and, and the rubber meets the road, I can produce, I know uh, Dennis is waiting on a few shows from me, um, a couple of emails that I, I just, I, I absolutely hate writing them. I've learned so the greatest gift you can give yourself is using something called otter, O-T-T-E-R dot I-O. When I dictate them and then just clean up my grammar, it's not as painful, but it's my yeah. least favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and just to throw that out there, that speaks volume about how powerful this women's network that I deal with, with is because I've been bugging you for three years to write a book. And Edwina gets on there and look, look at that. Boom. So I will take that personally. No, just well, you never know. You never harassed me. That's the thing. Edwina was like, come on. I believe she could do that. I believe she could do that. No, and, and, and with her tone, she may seem serious. And you had no guilt like to give me, but like not doing that for my friend and the honor of being invited, knowing that she wasn't just having her friends, you know, um, so hundred percent. Don't, don't take it this, personally, Dennis. <laughs> it's a hundred percent. The point of this interview is to dig up more dirt to be able to hold over <laughs> you to make sure that we get our next project done. So, no, that's great. And 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 she is honestly, I, she's. You guys both are great to work with on everything that we've been able and we to get be able to be a part of that connection um, through our network and what we've been able to do is just amazing. The relationships that is formed. And I, I mean, I consider it a blessing every day. So uh, even though I harassed you about it, I, I consider it a big blessing to, to be your friend and hers. So. Thank you. It was an honor to connect the two of you thrilled to be a part of shot callers. Always such an honor. And honestly, it's very inspiring and exciting. A lot of people, Dennis, in this day and age are launching digital products, shows, and certainly magazines, and they don't make it. They fizzle, yep. you know, and I really commend you on creating something that's really grown in a huge, beautiful way, not only in popularity, but I think there's so much value in shot callers. So it's an honor always to be part of your projects. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for joining again and as being the original shot caller. And how can we tell everybody to get a hold of you? Uh, Edwina is also giving away the book. You can download it digitally. But how can people get a hold of you, Meredith? Uh, very easy. Meredith at TheMeredithShow.com or my website is TheMeredithShow.com. Um, same thing on Instagram and all the channels. So um, I'd love for you to follow me online. I'm very active on Facebook. So I have a few slots left for being my friend. And it's just Meredith Allen there or the Meredith show. Um, but you know, most excitedly you'll see me soon. I promise Dennis, I get to be my word. 
on motivation and success. So if you want to tell people how they can find me there, yes, <laughs> along yes, with sure. shot callers. Yes, go to Motivation Success TV, soon to be airing everywhere else as well, but it's streaming online right now and you'll be able to see the Meredith Show. And thank you so much tuning in from New Jersey, usually LA. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Meredith, for being on the show and God bless. Thank you. I'm off to catch a flight. It's so good to be with you. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. Take care.